Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody, welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. New Year's is coming. You know what's not going to be joining us, as it always has, hmm. is weird, weird sports. sports. Welcome no, weird to sports the, is done. The we first retired it last ever non weird sports podcast. Aside from we had like one clip show in there, I think. But yeah, I've got post weird <laughs> sports traumatic disorder. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. no. I when I I tr- been trying to sleep the last week and I've just been shuffling in bed going, "No." What have you been thinking about when you've been shuffling in bed? Mostly wife carrying. Yeah, and that's Or see. bog snorkeling. Bog snorkeling was that what I've been thinking of lately. Or, uh, rolling kaiju big battle. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh what was it? Knockers? The one where they they hit the nuts against each other? Uh, the strings. Uh, poo sticks. Poo sticks. Poo sticks. I, I think I'm going to play that one. I'm going to go back home. Yeah. Oh, man. So many weird sports. But let's stop dwelling on the past. Yeah. It's a new year almost. Right? Exactly. Well, we're, what, we're casting what, out the old and going to the new. Well, what will the new year bring us in terms of a weekly segment that might be a little unusual or odd? Uh, you're going to have to – we're going to premiere it later in the show. You, yeah. won't, you won't tease it now? No. Oh. We're premiering a new weekly segment that's going to be America's folks. new favorite segment. And if it's not, please let us know <laughs> with hateful comments as the internet is wont to do. Really Phil, Phil will totally it change bit, it if you don't like it. All right, I'm going to tease it. It's going to happen every week in the same time slot. Thanks, Phil. Yep. Also on the show today, we have the Seattle Mariners GM to discuss the Robinson Cano signing. Is that correct? Yeah, we absolutely do. Uh, a lot of criticism uh, over the fact that uh, he signed him to 10 years. Uh, a, despite the fact that he is 31. And they backloaded the contract, so I guess we'll have to ask him, you know, what makes him think uh, Robinson Cano is worth $240 million over 10 years. Yeah. Mm. Uh, got we a also- hell of a name, too. It's Jack Zdradunik. Is that one of those D's That's real professional, Real professional. Here's how it's pronounced. Z, I'm sorry, here's how it's spelled. The last name is spelled Z-D-U-R-I-E-N-C-I-K. Oh, Zurich. No. We also have Tony Spumante on the show today. Yeah, the replacement yeah. ref. We've had still, him on a couple times. Yeah, he's still trying to become a ref again. Oh, uh, see, I feel like he blew his shot. Yeah, he did, but he. I think that he maybe he learned a little bit more about football. Maybe he's he's in it to win it this time. All right, so I'll be interested to check in with him, see how he's doing, see if he's gotten out of the deli biz. I know he was there yeah. for a while. Yeah, that's yeah. true. All right, we got a verifiable true facts I love holiday bowl edition. I don't know what any of those true mean. Facts. Holiday bowl is it's we're gonna be previewing the bowls that happen around New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And oh, doing so with a number them? a number of facts that are true and are true in a way that can be verified. Absolutely. Oh, that's why they're verifiable true facts. That's right. Now I get it. Bingo bango. All right, well let's kick this sucker off. Verifiable true facts. Like trivia. But not fun. Brought to you by Ritz Crackers. The box is red or something. Really unenthusiastic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know the drop. drops there. 
It's sort of a hostile drop from yeah, that. I remember one just said Ritz crackers probably salt yes. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think that was one of the earlier ones. Really unenthusiastic. I say, yeah. yeah, least effort and worst attitude awards for drops. Definitely both going to Ritz. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's true. I agree. So this is verifiable true facts holiday bowl edition. Ooh. All right. In the final season of the BCS, the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl is going out in style with Big 12 champion Baylor facing off against American Athletic Conference champion University of Central Florida. <clears throat> Before the bowl game, <laughs> they will be airing a half-hour special that attempts to explain just what the hell the American Athletic Conference is and why exactly they are still owed a BCS bid to a <laughs> rightly confused America. I'll watch that so I can learn more about sports. Absolutely. It's a good no, idea. Do you'll ruin the podcast. Oh, I'm bro. sorry. I'm sorry. I won't. Jesus. You know, I think him being informed is... You know, yeah, it's been a hundred and one episode. Maybe well, it's time for you episodes. to learn a little maybe bit. I maybe should. it's time to like you know come in from the cold of the outside. Yeah, maybe I'll be like a sports midsider. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a position in soccer. Yeah, Iowa is playing LSU in the Outback Bowl on New Year's Day. The consensus, an analyst take on this game is that's pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right. North Texas will take on UNLV in the heart of Dallas Bowl. This is a virtual home game. North Texas figures to be playing the game with a lot of heart due to their kicker having cardiomegaly. It's an enlarged heart. Cardiomegaly. Yeah. Really? They're, so their they're kicker's dying? No, I didn't say he's dying. So uh, how did they sign... Uh, Love too much. Yeah. How did they sign the Grinch? Post Whoville. Oh, two yeah. sizes. All right. The 2014 TaxSlayer.com Gator Bowl will be between Nebraska and Georgia. Sorry, did you say TaxSlayer? TaxSlayer.com Bowl. <laughs> Is that started by the band Slayer? Yes. They did like, Rated right Texas! Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the branded Slayer uh, tax software. Hey, if Kiss can have an arena football team, Slayer can have a tax fulfillment place. Right? Oh, Quicken Books is for squares! <laughs> Uh, TaxSlayer.com Gator Bowl will be between Nebraska and Georgia. The Gator Bowl has had a hard time selling tickets because it's a disappointing season for both teams. Yep. Fan bases are not excited for what's a rematch of last year's Outback Bowl. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, because it's in Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. And the T-Buddha Jags people are going to be there. Oh, mm. man. New Year's Eve features the Chick-fil-A Bowl between Duke and Texas A&M. Johnny Manziel has reportedly been hanging out with many Duke players the week before the game and comparing notes on just how to navigate being white and entitled in the 24-hour news cycle world. <laughs> it's got to be tough. It's got to be yeah. tough. And those Duke players and Johnny Manziel, those guys really can hash some stuff out, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. This year's Rose Bowl game, which features Michigan State and Stanford, is Woo! adopting a new slogan this year. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were playing football. <laughs> uh Playing off a similar sentiment, this year's Rose Parade theme, this is football, fuck you. <laughs> a really aggressive That's Rose a par Parade. For a parade? Yeah. There's going to be kids expecting this candy. This is football, <laughs> fuck you. Kids are there to get candy thrown at them. And see the beautifully ornate floats made yeah. entirely of flowers, fresh flowers does it spell out fuck you and roses is that well that's the last yes okay the last last yeah. one it's gonna be uh, three yards in a cloud of petunias <laughs> <laughs> the discover orange bowl is not only a matchup between 12th ranked clemson and 7th ranked ohio state it's also what a retarded bed bath and beyond employee said to me yesterday as part of a sales pitch 
Discover Orange Bowl. <laughs> Discover Orange Bowl. That was actual audio that you captured from Yes, that. yes. And the final, I was really proud of that one. It's terrible. <laughs> the f- Discover Orange Bowl. No. <laughs> Discover the- Orange Bowl. Stop playing that drop, Jordan. <laughs> wear out the tape. The final BCS National Championship game features undefeated Florida State versus SEC champion One Loss Auburn. After this game, 2013's national championship will be crowned. Sugar Bowl champion, the Alabama Crimson Tide. (laughs) (laughs) Verifiable true facts, like trivia, but not fun. Brought to you by Ritz Crackers, their food. Joining us now on the podcast is Jack. Uh, Jack, how do you pronounce your last name? Uh, Zurinsic. It's it's okay. It's a it's a tricky spelling. Very a lot of people don't confusing have it. last Very. name. And you are Zurinsic. the Seattle Mariners GM. Yep. Did absolutely. you just skip Ellis Island? Is that how that name got by? Yeah. Well, uh, we came a little bit later. Family uh, family comes from England, so a lot of weird names there. That's, that's why I thought I heard that <laughs> yeah. last name and I thought British. Yeah, absolutely. So you made probably the biggest splash of the hot stove season. Absolutely. We're really excited to 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 be able to say that Robinson Cano is going to be a Seattle Mariner for the foreseeable future. Until I don't Cano who that is. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Please, Phil, bring it back. Bring it back. That is a good one. That is a good one. But Robinson Cano going to be in, uh, you know, Mariner colors until 2024. Now, he's obviously, he is one of the best players currently in baseball. Absolutely. Best player in the market in this offseason. Second base, important position. Very important position. You get a great hitter at that position. However, the question that a lot of people are asking is, you know, a lot of of criticism saying, you know, it's a 10-year deal to a guy who's 31 years old. Yep. By the time his contract ends, he'll be 41. Yep. And you'll be paying him a lot of money mm-hmm. for what may not be a lot of production in this post-steroid era. Yeah. Well, listen, here's the thing. First, got to let you know, I've heard the criticism. I understand where it's coming from. Uh, and, and what I want people to realize is that we are not signing Robinson Cano just to hit. Okay? He can do so much more. So even when the like bat defense, diminishes. Defense, maybe steal absolutely. some bases. He's a very strong base runner. Uh, he plays excellent defense. Not to mention, he's a real leader in the clubhouse. Okay. And this is just the beginning of a laundry list of different reasons why we think Robin's Gano is going to be a solid Mariner, even until he's 41. But he's so old, 31. Oh, Grandpa. Now, well, hey, no, not yet, but in a few uh, years. Here's yeah. the thing. Did you guys know Robinson Cano? Here's another. Here's something that you should Cano about <laughs> Robinson. That's still funny. Is he, that he hates puns. <laughs> yes. Keeps a very clean locker. Very clean locker that he does. I like that. It's nice. Not $24 million a year. He's also, he's, uh, he's a very neat guy. He has a very nice appearance. He dresses himself very well. All of these are things that we're getting for our $24 million a season, even when he can't hit. Yeah. So Julie Robertson, pretty woman. And she was a hundred bucks a night. Hmm. I guess I just don't understand how that really plays into like, you know, you, you pay him money. You are a, a ball club that will ultimately try to make money. How is his neat locker and neat appearance the, adding to your bottom line? It's the complete package that we're getting here, okay? It's it's all a lot of these intangibles that are hard to quantify. He bakes. Did you know that? I did not his know that he pumpkin did. spice cookies are a dream. You can get those they at Starbucks for like 12 bucks a cookie. But not like the ones that Robinson is making. He And he, not in July. Yeah, that's absolutely. true. He makes them from scratch. It's real pumpkin in there. 
and he he hand grinds his own nutmeg. Okay, you could pay Wolfgang Puck to make you all the cookies you can eat for a year for probably a million dollars. Probably that's about his that's his quote. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> okay, quote. all right. Uh, you know what else, guys? He writes poetry. Oh. Robinson Cano writes poetry, specifically haikus. Which he then recites and performs in a style uh, that is completely his own and unique, but reminiscent of traditional kabuki-style theater in Japan. That just sounds like a waste of time. What? That sounds, sounds like, like a waste of everybody's time. This is, this is one of the things that we're getting for our $24 million a season. These factored into That's our decisions. That's worth negative yeah. money, in my opinion. You know, oh, Phil no. and I work for a living. Yeah, and and I got a once, job, and never once do our employers, you know, factor into the fact that like, oh, here, here's your check. We're glad to have you. We're glad for the work here. But really, what we're paying you for is you like doing fantasy football, Jordan. It's, it's the whole package. You're, you're saying it's hobbies. Uh, but here's the thing: your fantasy football, and also I would point out a large uh, Japanese American population in Japan. We've already tapped in really well with having Ichiro on the team for a long time. I think they're really going to take to Robinson with the Kabuki Poetry yeah. Theater and hand rolls his own sushi. Okay. Ugh. Hand rolls. His Nobody own cares own about this. Okay. 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 Here's another one. Here's okay. another something that Robinson Cano can do other than hit. Hand carved totem poles. What is? Why is he learning well, this? Wait a minute. I, I, that is actually very specific to the Pacific Absolutely. Northwest and the indigenous peoples in that and, region. And, and it's not just any totem pole. He hand carves totem poles in the style of the Tlingit Tlingit people. Who are the the Native American population uh, of the Pacific Northwest? So what is he going to sell these for uh, twenty four million dollars a piece? <laughs> oh no, because that's the only way I see you making your money you, back. You you couldn't sell these; they're one of a kind, uh, beautiful pieces. And here's a lot of if people. If they're one of a kind and beautiful, you can sell them. <laughs> one of a, a lot of people uh, just assume that good woodworking is all it takes for a good totem pole, but yes. no. The totem yeah, that, pole that, <laughs> needs to tell a story, okay? And there's a lot of symbolism and depth to every totem pole that Robinson does, and it's all very much drawing on the traditions of the Tlingit people. Okay, That's so, something we're getting from Re Robinson Cano, more like Renaissance Man Cano. So when you talk about his baseball Renaissance playing, Man knows the, everything. The, the art that he makes and keeping a clean and a nice appearance, that in my head adds up to $8 million a year. Maybe. Oh, but see, we're all we're all popping them up there. Okay. Well, here's the real topper. All right. This is this is the thing that really tipped the tipped it and made us offer him the extra three years in the end of that deal that the Yankees weren't. He writes, shoots, and edits his own surreal non-narrative black and white cinema, which he shoots in the style of Maya Darren on reversal uh, 16 millimeter film. That sounds awful. That, no, they, that, never mind. He's worth no. seven million dollars. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that knocks him off the price. These man. are stunning. Force he's not you playing to watch for the them? Portland Mariners. Force, force. No, I love watching him. You should have seen the last piece that he made was utterly and completely brilliant. He he really sort of uh, it was a thrilling exploration of the camera as a filter. And you know, and he was drawing distinct parallels between the way that that he filters bored hearing about lenses this. and film stock. How will this albatross of a contract affect the Mariners uh, from a competitiveness standpoint? Say in 2020. Do you own a piece of his intellectual property on these? You know, movies? I I had not thought so much about how it would affect us competitively in in baseball. I was just I was more. If you had seen the movie that he made, oh my gosh, Jack. you know, it was called it was called Kayes. You cannot be serious right now, Jack. Okay, yes. Do, do you guys do you guys get where he went with that? No, I see exactly it's an important where he went with that. That about. is a totally hacky thing to 
You're one of those people who thinks that anything you don't, don't understand call, is art. Please don't call his work hacky. It was brilliant. I would okay. never call his baseball work hacky. All right. Well, listen. If you guys just want to fixate on how well he hits, and that's you know, and then whether or not he's going to earn twenty four million dollars that way, fine. But I'm going to have a lot of hand carved totem poles and just beautiful black and white film. If well, he sells them to you. He, he, he won't, but he will share them with me. I really hope the totem poles, black and white uh, films, and the Kabuki theater-inspired poetry uh, will bring a, a vibrant atmosphere to Safeco Field. <laughs> That's what we're hoping. And real leader in the clubhouse. Okay, joining us on the podcast, again, the one, the only... Tony Spumont. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here, guys. Uh, replacement ref. Former replacement former ref. Former replacement ref. ref. And Delhi employee. Current Tony. Delhi. Yep. Current Delhi employee. But you know what? I love the football even more than I love uh, my meats. Uh, that is debatable how much no, you No, I've been football. learning. I've been studying. Why? Okay. Have you, what have you, are you yeah. trying to make a comeback as a referee? I'm going to make a comeback as a referee. It's not a It's not a trying. Look, uh, you know, a little dubious, Tony. Uh, you know what? For the first, out. I'm ready to admit, first time I was out in that field, didn't quite know enough about football. I was an expert, right. wasn't a super expert. Okay, we, we know. Now I've been uh, reading the web forums, watching the games. I've been uh, playing the fantasy footballs. My team got a bunch of points. Well, that's great, Tony. So, yeah. so can you maybe tell us a little bit about what's you, what you've learned? Can you demonstrate some of your new football yeah, knowledge? Well, uh, I mean, we should say it, it says on the one sheet here that you're here to do uh, – Playoff predictions. My playoff predictions. But, I mean, you do realize the playoffs don't start for like two weeks. My Super Bowl predictions. <laughs> Super Bowl is mean, way off. Super Bowl is not until a month away. I know. I spoke incorrectly, though. That's why it was written in there because it would have been. You'd have to be a real dum-dum to give playoff predictions now, right? Well, have to be. You wouldn't know your stuff about football like me. No, no. The NFL's no. listening. I'm ready to come back. Yeah. And I'm going to prove it with all these predictions. Okay, well, I mean, the fact I'm that you... I'm smart with football now. You can you could bet money on these. The fact that you were already confused as to when the playoffs started is, oh, I mean, maybe we're, sign number I wasn't, I wasn't confused. We're not off okay. on a good start, yeah. but let's, right. let's, well, let's hear some of your predictions. What are some all of your... All right, my uh, prediction number one for the Super Bowl yeah. uh, is going to be, it's going to be two teams playing. There are going to be two teams to play against each other. Uh, it's not gonna. There's not gonna be uh, teams that have to like flip coins beforehand to see who's gonna play or arm wrestle. There isn't gonna be any of that. Uh, yeah, and then I one mean, of them, one of those teams is gonna leave the victor. It's not gonna go into few further games. That's, well, well, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yep. Football's always football one. Football is definitely gonna be one game in the Super Bowl. Never a series of games, and and all not this football year. matches. Not this year. It won't. Are play between two teams. Right, yeah. two teams, and only one's going to win. It's not going to be a tie, Jordan. You're, you're not wrong, but... I, I know mean, I'm not wrong. I'm so, I, I, believe, I would bet five pounds of salam on this one. Uh, All right. I'm that's not going to take I you bet. off that bet. I think you're absolutely All correct. Right. There we go. Super Good. Bowl will be played between that's two That's smart. Teams. You shouldn't bet against me. Don't take the action Is against the Is there another prediction maybe you could make for us that would maybe show a little bit more of your new football knowledge? No, yeah. absolutely. Uh uh, you know, uh, there's so there's downs in football, right? Absolutely. There's down number yeah. one. There's down number two. There's gonna be a uh, uh, more than there's gonna be a bunch of down number twos. You're saying there's gonna be a lot of second downs? There are. They're not like you'd think that if somebody got the ball, it'd be it's first down, all right? And then they they to say hope, and then they they throw <laughs> the ball back to the other person, and then they make their plays and try to get forward, right? Right. And if they get forward, they fall over because somebody hits them too hard. They fall they tackle, over, then they maybe. have to do a down number two. Right. Right? So the, there's going to be – no. they're not going to score every time. 
there's going to be a bunch of down number twos. Like yeah. they might throw it 80 yards. They might uh, get they might get pushed over, fall fall out into the sidelines, and there might be some down number twos. Well, I mean that that would be first down again. Because that would be down number up, two. You got to count. Actually... Down number one is when they threw it. Down number two is this one. Keep up, Joel. <laughs> no, no. I would bet ten pounds of mushroom salam on this one, huh? Mushroom uh, salam. Yep, mushroom salam. <laughs> Apparently, you haven't had the kind of salam that we got at all. Yeah, okay. I just I worry that we're not getting specific enough with some of these. That's predictions. fair. Yeah, that's fair. Can, can you give us something a little more? I always start with my safe bets because I want everyone to know how to win some cured meats. It's <laughs> <laughs> great advice. Tony. Yeah. It is, so it, it's it's you, notable that you probably shouldn't be talking about gambling on here, Tony. If yeah, you ever well, want to get back to not for me. This is for you. You bunch of kids playing your games. Yeah. But I mean, uh, you shouldn't. I mean, the fact. I mean, you shouldn't take any interest in gambling because if you were a ref and you were gambling, then I'd win every time. That's <laughs> that's a horrible thing time. to say if the NFL is listening. I wouldn't. They, but I wouldn't uh, do it because I'm a ref. I'm dedicated to my job. I don't want to work in a deli forever. It's <laughs> <laughs> my goal. Sounds like you really like working in the deli. I though. like working at the deli. That's good. It's I I know a lot about delis. <laughs> it's honest work, but yeah, it's honest work. So let's hear some. Let's hear my hands are covered in grease right now. That doesn't come off. We did notice that, that yeah. meat. It's your fingers glisten like a vampire in Twilight. <laughs> All right, next prediction. Another okay. another Tony one. Spumanti. Uh Another prediction. There's going to be two sets of cheerleaders. Wow! All those, all those individual cheerleaders are going to have a set of something, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's not much of a prediction. Not I bet five pounds of Parmesan ravioli on that one. <laughs> That's a, you can, pro- you're you can probably go straight right. to your Vegas bookie or some sort of back alley guy with a trench coat. You can put down some ravioli on it. Probably, I mean, no one's going to disagree. Imagine if you bet five pounds of, of ravioli, you might get ten pounds back. What do you, what, where are you gambling <laughs> yeah. that you gamble in Who is in, your in bookie? Foods? What, like, you don't go deli gambling ever? <laughs> no. Well, I bet you trade around money like you other illegal people, huh? Yeah, a little bit. If you do it, you know it's harder to trace pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that, Tony. There's, mo- there's a such thing as money laundering. No such thing as pasta laundering. You can just eat the evidence. <laughs> Have have yourself a banquet, have yourself a party, make up a pot of gravy, put it on top of your pasta. You're good. You can even make some anti-pasta. That's what Italians call red sauce. Keep up, Joel. All right. More predictions. Yes, please. I'm not here to talk about pasta. You can read that online. This the the Super Bowl predictions. That's only something that can come from experience. Right. Yep. All right. Uh, What I'm uh, one of my predictions. I'm guessing uh, the coin flip is going to be tails. Well, this is. Unlike your previous predictions, extremely specific. Yeah. It's it's one that may actually. Wind I've up studied being wrong. charts on this one. I am ninety six percent sure it's going to be tails. You could not possibly be. Yep. I mean, Another four percent is that the coin's going to land perfectly on its side. That those are the two. Yeah, I know for sure it's not going to be heads. <laughs> Why not? I've done the research. Okay, what would you say yep. for a bet that you're this confident in? What yeah. would you bet? I would bet uh, four bottles of wine. <laughs> you know. Sometimes people like to drink wine. All right, I know yeah. this ain't the prohibition, but it's still good to drink with some pasta. Is is there a more uh, maybe a more long shot? But you say you're very confident in tails. Is there oh, along predi- with that wine, I'd also bet an entire uh, an entire loaf of mortadella. <laughs> huh? Yeah, that that does that does sound good. Look, Tony, how about this? How it's about a you- lean pork fat. It's a lean <laughs> fatty piece of pork. It comes in a loaf. Yeah, it's a big loaf. It's kind of like a prosciutto. Yeah. Yep. How about this? How about you tell me 
who is going to win the Super Bowl? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What team is going to win the Super Bowl, Tony? Uh, well, I know this. It's going to be Montreal. It's not does not yep. have an American football yeah. team. Mexi- they have a Canadian uh, football team. It's gonna be uh, Mexico. What? what? Uh, no, I uh, you started to say Mexico. No, it? I wasn't. I was gonna say Mexico because they don't have a team. No, they do not. <laughs> nope. It's gonna be Tallahassee, Florida, the capital of Florida. Tallahassee, Florida does not have a. You're right. They franchise. don't have a team. That's why West Virginia is gonna win it. West Virginia State. West Virginia Tech. Also not Tech. West Virginia Tech. Yeah. It's, <laughs> not, it's not college, Tony. No, I know it's football. a Super Bowl, which is only for professional teams. Much like the uh what would you bet the, that the, the, the Saint Super Bowls Paul, play with the, professional the, teams the St. Pauls <laughs> there is a team no, in Minneapolis St. Pauli girls so close what the uh, yeah it's Twin City yeah yeah the, the Vikings have been statistically eliminated from the playoffs uh yeah I'm gonna uh I'm, I'm uh putting all my money behind the the, the Hoboken Supresas and when you say money you mean I mean Supresa <laughs> the kind of Italian salam <laughs> No, you know what? I uh, I thought you meant what teams. Uh, I thought you were talking about what teams should have, what towns should have a team. Hoboken, where you're yeah, from. Yeah, I was having a little America. bit of fun. Of course, I know. I've been studying reels. I've been watching games. I've been turning on uh, that one channel that shows all those sports, and I've been watching those sports that you show on that one channel. Uh, of course, the channel being Let's Move On. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think the um, the people with the little birds on their hats are gonna win. The birdie hats. Cardinals? The Cardinals? Ari- Arizona the Cardinals? Cardinals are going to win? We'll go with that one. Birdie hat. Maybe the Ravens, actually. I think yep. It could be the Ravens. Oh, it could be one of those. I'd put my money behind both just to be safe. And by money, you mean? Uh, I mean, uh, maybe you put it on some uh, Varsi Italian salam, huh? A lot of, lot of salami in there. Well, thanks Salam again. is the national meat of Italy. Did you know that? Yeah. Thanks again, Tony, for coming by. I learned a lot about Italian meats. I learned nothing about football. Hey, make sure to, to bet safely out there. Don't go in too deep with your bookie. And uh, make sure that you don't do any pasta laundering. You'll, you'll ruin your washing machine. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for the first ever Weird Sportsman! Weird Sportsman. So I think we owe the public an explanation as to the segment. You just, well, you I just, think it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> you it's just, a weird you just, sportsman. You just yep. tacked man onto the end this of the old segment? This seems really no, thrown weird, together, no, Phil. No, weird yeah. sports this is retired. Really, right. I told I told us, weird you told us you've been planning something for a long time. I have. I've been doing the research. And you it was adding the suffix the men. It's, uh, I mean, it's not a common suffix. No. It totally changes the bit. What's the segment We're going to be detailing people with strange backgrounds who are in, in sports. Okay. All right. Yeah. You, see, you guys seem bummed. Well, it, like it, I it, really dropped the ball. It really seems like more. I, when, I, when I thought when you said weird sports is dead, you I did not think the new the new uh, segment replacing weird sports would start with weird sports. 
Men. Men. Yeah, I didn't. I just didn't think the first two syllables would be exactly the same. A lot of the nostalgia and emotional energy I put into last week when we yep. were retiring the segment now feels. Like Doesn't it, it feel good to be back? It feels, feels like disingenuous. It was disingenuous and misplaced because it's mostly the same segment. This week's weird sportsman, <laughs> Jim Thorpe. Oh, oh Jim yeah. Thorpe, all American. Yes, well, gold medal winner. Let's see if he's really all American, huh? James Francis or Jim Thorpe. Uh, who uh, is also known as Wathohuk, which is translated as Bright Path. I uh, was born May 28th, 1888. Uh, he's oh, an American athlete born of both Native American and European ancestry. Mm. Oh, that's so he's not right? all American. He's half American. No, no, no. no. He's, he's all American. No. He was born in America. Yeah. But uh, European ancestry, come on. If he was all Native American, sure, he's all American. He didn't say Native American. I guess if he was all Native American, we wouldn't be calling him Jim. That's probably (laughs) true. We'd be calling him Watohuk. All right. Which means Bright Path. Because all of the sidewalks where he grew up were well illuminated. Had a lot of street lamps. (laughs) Considered one of the most versatile athletes of modern sports, he won Olympic gold medals in 1912 for pentathlon and decathlon, played American football, both collegiate and professional, and also played professional baseball and basketball. Whoa! Yeah, this dude is interesting. He is the most professional athlete. Yeah, he's what I would call a weird sportsman. He's like, hey, Bo Jackson, you're a little bitch. Oh, I don't think he would say that because no, he'd probably he he'd probably be like the raven flies overhead and tells me that something that else was a happens. little racist. Little ra- his name is Jim. Let's his go name back is Watohuck. Also, I think he's path. dead, so he probably wouldn't say anything. Was that, well, that was, was, that, was that racist yeah, for me not, to say? Yeah, that, that was, was insensitive. Is it racist for me to say that he couldn't speak after he's dead? It was more like ageist. Yeah. He lost his Olympic titles after it was found he was paid for playing two seasons of semi-professional baseball before competing in the Olympics, thus violating the amateurism rules Ugh. that were in place. But they did, did he ever Olympics. get them back, or no? Was he just stripped of them? Uh, in 18, or 1983, 30 years after his death, the International Olympic Committee restored his Olympic medal. Oh, geez, guys, thanks. Yeah, yeah. 30 yeah. years after his death, oh, what is his ghost going to be like? Oh, thanks. I, I hope whatever ancestor gold. accepted or, like, widow accepted that award was just, like, this is the definition of too little, too late. Fuck <laughs> yeah. you. Right. And then it, they were wearing the traditional Native American headdress and a single tear went down the cheek. No. Like the littering commercial. Come on. Uh, that was a good pull. What else is weird about this sportsman? Thorpe Phil? grew up in the Sac and Fox Nation of Oklahoma. He grew up on a reservation. Ooh. Yeah. That's interesting. Are not a lot of athletes that grow up in that and on a reservation. Yeah, most so of them are off the reservation. Reservation's you know I mean. often a tough upbringing. Did he, when speaking about... Growing up in a reservation, did he have any qualms? Well, I don't know what you're getting at, but I have a feeling it has to do with a pun. No, I didn't do the pun. I said qualms, and the, the joke was that he just keep going. He played as part of several All-American Indian teams throughout his career and uh, barnstormed as a professional basketball player with a team composed entirely of American Indians. That's interesting. He was a hero of his people. Basically, is any good at basketball? They was they were the first Harlem Globetrotters. Sure, they're basically, just like you and me. No, I mean we're white. We're terrible at basketball. Oh, good point. Uh, I don't the know. Oklahoma running dribble. <laughs> <laughs> From 1920 to 1921, Thorpe was uh, nominally the first president of the American Professional Football Association. Ooh. Yeah, he was also a politician, uh, which would become the National Football League in 1922. 
Hmm. So he was kind of like the first president of what became the NFL. Huh. Very interesting. Yeah, he's the so, man. So the whole concussion thing kind of in his court. That's true. I kind of blame him. Yeah. Yep. Chief hits with head. <laughs> right? He played professional sports until the age of 41. Uh, the end of his sports career coinciding with the start of the Great Depression. That's sad. Oh, that's, what, a, what a year. Yeah, exactly. For him. Thorpe leaves and then the whole... Don't worry, I can retire. I have all my money in stocks. Right. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Oh, back to the reservation. Uh, Thorpe struggled to earn a living after that, working several odd jobs. Can you imagine, like, LeBron James being like, oh, the recession happened, better go work at Walmart. No, I cannot imagine it, because I don't think he knows any skilled trades. Right. <laughs> but that's the equivalent of what Thorpe did. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Thorpe suffered from alcoholism, so he was an All-American athlete, and lived uh, his last years in failing health and poverty. Yep. He's one of the most accomplished athletes of all time, ended his life drinking himself to death poor. I bet you feel really bad, is don't you? Is this so much a weird sportsman as it is a sad sportsman? You know what? I've been doing a lot of research for this segment, and a lot of them are going to be sad sportsmen. <laughs> A lot of them. We're in for a hundred episodes awful. of sadness. That sounds awful. A hundred episodes of sadness happening. All right. Uh, in a poll conducted to sports fans from ABC Sports, Thorpe was voted the greatest athlete of the 20th century, uh, above Muhammad Ali, Babe Ruth, Jesse Owens, Wayne Gretzky, Jack Nicholas, and Michael Jordan. <laughs> Mikhail Jordan. Mikhail yep. Jordan. Mikhail Jordan. He's the <laughs> Russian Mikhail Jordan. So there we go. That was our first episode of Weird Sportsman. What do you guys think? It was all right. I think, I think, uh, Again, I think yeah. you guys are really excited about this well, segment. Real, I mean, I mean, no, the excitement, the segment is fine. It was just a real cop out. Yeah. Really good segment. <laughs> America, you decide. And that brings an end to the first ever Weird Sportsman. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go on this 101st episode, Phil would like to give you our contact information. Happy New Year. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast. You'll top our thinking. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy podnet. That's youtube.com slash comedy podnet. While you're there, please subscribe, comment, let us know the love. You can find us on iTunes by searching Sports the Number 3 Space Podcast. That's Sports the Number 3, all one word, Space Podcast. Or you can find all of our back episodes at ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. What's that? Sorry? What was no, it was just, it was just a few. He just he rattled that off. I've been doing it for a hundred episodes, Bill. <laughs> yeah. And one. Absolutely. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.